0: What's up, Cool save Chicks? It's your girl, Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana, And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets! Secrets. Alright, y'all. Who got the story today?
1: I guess it'll be me.
0: Okay, Lauren.
1: Alright, All right, guys. So, if you don't know, now you know, that um, mm-hmm. in 2021, I will be turning 30. <laughs> Woo! <Woo-hoo! laughs> She's the youngest. Turn up. <laughs> and I'm feeling like I don't know if i've you know lived out my 20s you know um honestly not. i i'm not really feeling that way i'm gonna I'm change that but i have heard the narrative of a lot of people who are turning 30 feel like you know they haven't done everything that i guess you're supposed to do in your
0: 30s what do you think are the things that you're supposed to do by the time you're thirty?
1: Uh, sow what they say sow your royal oats. Wow, <laughs> is it royal oats? Or wild, wild oats, oats? <laughs> royal is what they said in Come to America.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but is that just for men or are women supposed to sow their wild um, oats too? Which leads me to a whole other topic that I don't know if we could talk about that somebody else threw out last week called hoe phase. Oh, mm-hmm. who threw that out? That's a who
2: whole other. That's
0: a whole nother part. Anyway, Lauren. Yeah, I, I don't know. But I they, know. they were asking about Christian women in Hope phase, and I was like, I don't know. I've i have never. Like, go together. Oh, like Tony
3: Braxton that says she wish she would have been more freaky and did more stuff when she was younger. I guess, I guess though,
0: so. I didn't go through whole face. I don't know. And yeah, back to either. late
1: bloomer. I guess that's why we haven't talked about it. Um, but yeah, with late bloomers. Um. <laughs> Like bloomers I feel like a lot of times especially if you're talking to Christian girls and they get to this latter part of their age they just feel like they have not done everything that they are supposed
0: to do so I like what though you said oats what besides that should you be doing by 30.
1: So, so okay, I'm going to be honest, and we've talked about this before. There's like a pressure to, to get married. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot to do that people want you to do in your 20s. They want you to graduate. They want you to get married. They want you to have at least your first child, get your first home. Like, yes. it's so much. And they want you to have financial freedom
0: and, <laughs> and generational I mean, wealth. You, you can't buy all those things.
1: <laughs> but I'm saying, no, literally, it seems like it is a lot on your plate that society forces um to happen by a certain age by 30 Mm -hmm. for sure um now I'm starting to hear a little bit of the narrative changing but I am also hearing friends feel like and I don't know it's just because 30 is unfamiliar and you don't know what 30 entails um but I hear now a lot of people saying like, I don't know if I did everything that I wanted to do. I don't know if I went to every party that I wanted to go to. I don't know if I, you know, hooked up with every guy that I wanted to hook up with. And Name my story. Y'all I ain't trying to hook up with nobody. But my thing is is <laughs> like, I'm hearing, I'm hearing all of this, you know, coming from individuals who are like myself, who may, who are in their latter parts of their
0: 30s, yeah, 20s. I
2: guess my question is like, why can't you, why can't a lot of those things flow into your 30s?
0: I mean, I don't know. I think, I think,
2: like, okay, like, okay, for example, because I'm not saying you don't need to be hooking up with a whole bunch of people, like, especially nowadays. I saw yeah. some st- statistics about Atlanta and HIV, and I'm like, y'all need to, yeah. Walk a but um, anyway, for example, like, I've seen a lot of people talk about traveling. I did not travel a lot in my 20s. Um, I wish I did, but we didn't. We just, you know, we just didn't. However, I'm not putting it as a limit. Like, I feel like I can travel. For the rest of your life. I can travel for the rest of my life. I can decide to travel. I don't know what COVID now. Like, I know know some people, you know, they want to travel before they have children and stuff like that. And that's cool. Me, I have one child, one child on the way. Why can't I travel with my kids? Or my kids can go to the grandparents and me and my husband travel at certain points of the year. Which, you know, because we have that support system. So I feel like, why can't the things that we want or we... Wanted to accomplish in our 20s. Why can't it just trickle up? I feel like people make it seem like life ends at 30. And to me, life begins at 30. Like it blooms even more.
3: yeah for me, child.
1: I want to say like, I don't think it's. I think it's literally like this whole universal force. Like society. Yes. Yeah, literally, that's and, kind of forcing you to be. And woman. the reason
2: why I said that, because it, even online, I've seen true, some young adults like in their 20s who, you know, you'll say, oh, I'm 30. I'm 35 or whatever. And they're like, dang, you old. No, I'm not. Yeah. Like, why are you trying to put this limit on me as a person? I'm what do you mean? Like, yeah. you you, ain't,
1: you, ain't, you can't do nothing now. Should well, I, I I, it actually brings me back and I, to a conversation that um, it really affected me hearing this conversation. And I don't know if you all realized it, but um, we were hanging out and you all were talking about once you got to the age of 33, how they mm-hmm. were talking about your, um, you all were talking about pregnancies. And yeah, uh, 35, 35. And oh, they're saying, talking about geriatric pregnancy. Geriatric pregnancy. Um, I'm not going to, I didn't say anything. But night, that freaked you talking, out. Oh, my God. Oh, we didn't mean <laughs> for that to <laughs> you freak you out. I like called my
0: cousin the other day. I was like, girl, uh, I heard something Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But <laughs> Lauren, I mean, I want to put it to you like this. So, I mean, <laughs> next year, not long before you'll be 30, I'll be 33, which is my Jesus year. Mm-hmm. Um, going into 30, I'm pretty sure I wasn't in a serious of relationship that I'm in now. So, I feel like... You know, just for people out there, like, God can do anything. Like, there's no time yeah. limit on when God can do stuff. So. so, I mean, don't forsake the the idea that God can do things in the blink of an eye. Yeah.
2: And then even that terminology that we were talking about, like, one, I... Cause I think you said it, and I never heard that. I just heard that they consider thirty-five and up high-risk pregnancies, which I think is ridiculous. Because I feel like women thirty-five and up, there are extremely healthy women out there, and we're living and longer. Yeah, we're living longer, and I just I think it's just first of all, doctors practice medicine; they have not perfected medicine. Yeah, that makes sense. They continue to practice medicine, and I do feel like certain things are just terms that have gone along the years so it's like once you hit 35 oh no you better <laughs> watch out so like I wouldn't even listen I I will be 35 in a month and yeah. I don't feel like I'm having a geriatric yeah. pregnancy yeah
1: I, honestly I, I thought about you I'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie and it it, I thank God. I was like, God, I thank you for, for allowing me to know a <laughs> 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 real. I
3: mean, no,
1: seriously. And the reason was, it's because I was looking at your testimony and, uh, I know you've shared it before, how, you know, you even getting to Haven and mm-hmm. that journey of having your first child was just such a trying journey for mm-hmm. you. And even like with your second child and I'm like, man, she's 34. By the time she have her child, she'll be 35. And I was like, it literally goes against what, you know, you were saying. Society's yeah. yeah. And so for me... It brought me back to the place of like just trusting God. Mm -hmm. But I will say for me, it definitely makes me bring the question up of like, dang, should I have been more proactive in blooming and whatever the heck that (laughs) means Mm -hmm. (laughs) in my earlier years versus just kind of like what I, I we were having a conversation about like. My college years And I was sharing with you all I was like yeah When I was in college I really wasn't You know Interested in really Building relationships I just wanted to get my degree And get out of there So I didn't really You know Talk Mm -hmm. to nobody And in me doing that I did not have relationships You sacrificed I sacrificed relationships
2: But then I just feel like God restores all because look where you're at now. Yeah. we were having a conversation earlier, even when it comes to, you know, you used to be the person where you wouldn't commit to certain places and states and where you live. But look at the difference now. Like, you've been here for a long time. Yeah, You've established certain roots with people that you said you believe are lifelong friendships and we believe as well. So I'm like, I just feel like, I don't know. I just don't like... Unless you're purposely in 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 your house in a bubble in a hermit and you're like That's purposely everybody. not
0: <laughs> right now, you know what I mean. <laughs> but like,
2: okay, like there are certain people who have lived a super sheltered life, yeah, like super sheltered life. And I can say, mm, you know, but then I still feel like okay, you have the opportunity to see a different type of life and ex- and different experiences or whatnot. I just, I don't know. I just don't think there's ever the end for people.
3: I think sometimes the misconception with, like, blooming late is that you don't bloom at all, which is not true. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you do bloom later, you still bloom. You still bloom. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like you don't ever experience, have those encounters
2: or those experiences. I need to bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought about... Um, when i did the the how it started and where we're at now thing mm-hmm. with me and my husband i had thought about i was like oh i was looking at the cuz i still have the facebook thread of when we first started talking to that each other that is so sweet and <laughs> hey facebook saves everything yeah, it saves everything. So, <laughs> but um okay it was we i feel like i saw him we met in 2007 2008 which was when we actually um got to know each other and started dating. 2000, like, I, when I was looking, I was like, dang, we kind of moved a little quick, but it wasn't. So I'm like, it, things can happen. Like, we started date. we went on our first date, June 2008. We started dating, like saying that we're dating August 2008. Uh, December 2009 is when we got engaged. Oh, wow. Then October 2010 is when we got married. Mm-hmm. So it's like things can happen like yeah, and then really you, you meet certain people that like I met Sylvester and I was like I like we instantly clicked and it was it was kind of weird for me because I'm a very I can be feel like I'm, I can be a very guarded person yeah especially when it comes to men and it was like I maybe like a few months or I, it was probably more than a few months before I thought that I had liked someone and it was just a waste of time. So after that, I'm like, I don't want people to waste my time. I wasn't necessarily looking for marriage, but I was like, I don't want, I, I said, you don't want to be in a
0: situation. Yeah.
2: Like I said, when I dated somebody like serious, I wanted it to be intentional. Like that was always my thing. And I feel like you're the same type of person. Yeah. And that's what you're looking for now to be intentional. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, who knows what will happen in those intentions in like a year or so you yeah. know i've seen people i know a couple that i'm not saying it was easy like they they went quick and they admit that it was it was interesting like they got married after 3 months you mm-hmm. know and it was rocky after that but then now they've been married i think 18 years
3: oh, so wow. oh wow you
0: know yeah i mean i i feel like i bloomed early in some areas and late in others. (laughs) Um, And I think that sometimes you, you, you almost envy the area that you didn't bloom in as quick as others. So, like, I look at, like, career-wise, and I think about Lauren. Like, in my career, I literally started working in radio and entertainment my freshman year in college off of a whim. Because I started as an intern, and they were like, oh, we got this paid position that we need to give to somebody. And it's, like, right there, 18 years old, I'm, like, working for Radio 1 corporate. And so going to clubs underage and all of that just... Blooming where I probably was experiencing things that I didn't need to be experiencing at certain times in my life. It's crazy because I feel like that industry is like a norm because I've heard other people's
2: stories like that. Like they started really young, really young industry.
0: Yes. And you you're opened up. And I think when I think when I hear bloom, I feel like being open to something. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, it opened me up to things that prematurely prematurely Mm -hmm. for sure prematurely for sure um and then it it caused me to be closed and not bloom in other areas so relationships was one of those things Mm. where I didn't really bloom in that area still very much green and immature and had no understanding or conceptualization of what being in a serious relationship entailed Mm. um emotionally and, you know, we talked about it on other episodes about just being very, very surface at, at a certain age, even into my 20s. Um, and, and I feel like I was a late bloomer there. Hence, I'm getting married at 32, you know, and looking at starting a family after that age range, which for me seems to be late because I have friends who've at this point been married divorced some of them remarried at mm-hmm. this point and it's like dang like I haven't even I didn't even start just yet
2: or mm-hmm. some people you know they got kids almost teenagers yeah and, kids you
0: know. that are that are teenagers kids that like and I, and I look at that type of stuff and I'm like dang am I late but I realize that and god it's like I feel like I'm really arriving Right on time, Mm -hmm. because even though I bloomed early in my career space, it gave me the opportunity to literally bloom again, like literally completely start over in a completely different industry Mm -hmm. and have the room to do that again, like in this lifetime. And I don't know if everybody is the opportunity To do that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think it's unfair that people kind of bloom and look at other people like, dang, I can't believe that you ain't married yet. I can't believe that you ain't this. I can't believe you ain't got that. I think, honestly, it is the entrapment
1: of the check boxes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm going to be honest, that to me uh, is what put me in some bad relationships, mm. is because I was very much so the girl that loves to check my check boxes, like mm-hmm. check my boxes mm-hmm. to make sure I have everything mm-hmm. in order. And honestly, I did it well. Like, you know, I graduated high school over 4.0, 4.0 GPA, check. Graduated undergrad, cum laude, check. Right. Went due took a year off that was that was like a big deal you taking a year off between grad school and undergrad like what's wrong with you are you sure you're gonna go back I'm like yeah I'm gonna go back decided to go back okay thank you check then you know finish (laughs) finish master's and get a a degree with a good standing got awards and everything in college check and then it's like okay Lauren so where's your husband (laughs) (laughs) and it's like I don't have any (laughs) prospects. and it's like I have no box to check but for me that was is such a big hurdle to yeah. get over because you're so used to being on the outside looking
0: looking at other people's papers like oh you ain't got that check girl or, or, or you're on, you're so used to looking perfect quote, or checking yeah, the quote, or yeah. checking boxes yeah. and
1: i think for me honestly that can be more dangerous than you just go ahead and booming because you literally develop pride <laughs> but you do develop a sense of pride like yes you know I am the HB I see <laughs> <laughs> and it's like no sis you're human and so I honestly I thank God that he's allowed for me to go through the experience that I've gone through mm-hmm. I will say there sometimes in my human moments with God I'm like God um, I didn't sign up for this to be my testimony no, but my we God. here now <laughs> mm-hmm. We're here. I think we should do an episode called we here now okay <laughs> Um but uh I will say sometimes it is just really, really hard getting caught up in checking your boxes at a young age and yeah. trying to do things perfect based off of what society has pressured you to do or be.
3: I wanna um man, like this conversation, I know I was joking and I was like, I'm gonna be season one, Denise and not say anything. <laughs> but, um, but I was listening and I really like, you know, I'm kinda getting emotional because listening to you guys' stories like I'm so thankful for my mom. Like I am so thankful for her. One, what we do to I, make you it's thankful okay. for I'm about her? To, I'm,
1: about to, I'm about to tell you. Don't <laughs> oh, mind crying over <laughs> Yes.
3: Yeah. One, I, I really was never the person. Like I always said, I did not want kids before thirty. Mm-hmm. Like I do not want. I want my twenties to myself. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. You know that type of thing. But I remember being 21, 22, and literally having a like nervous breakdown in our sunroom. And I was like, you know, I can't go to school. I mean, when you're talking about checking boxes, that's exactly what I was doing. Mm. I was like, I can't go to school. I can't get this promotion because I don't have a car. I can't do this. I can't do Literally, like freaking out. Like my world is over. And mm. she was like, listen to her. She was like, you're 22. Yeah. You have the rest of your life to do whatever you want to do. She was like, if you start work right now, uh, you can work your way up. You can yeah. be a manager by do do You know, she literally in that moment it was so pivotal because all she did was pour into me and she completely wrecked my idea of checking boxes. Yeah, and she completely like obliterated any any anything I had in my mind of what my life was supposed to be like because I did when it came to school and when it came to my career, I was a whole bunch of check boxes that yeah. I needed to check off. And God really had to humble me. I'm not gonna say he had to, but he did in that moment because it. I made the pressure so much about when I was supposed to bloom like everybody else at this same time because spring is in April (laughs) and then after spring guess what it's summer and this is the way that life goes and the reality is sometimes we create a world for us and we never include God God in that plan oh my god like I'm
1: so glad you said that
3: ever include him in that plan and then when we begin to include him it's like okay God like I'm gonna give you this box okay I won't check this one you take it I won't check this one. Bach actually did a really great job uh, for a shift when he was talking about the steeping in the mm-hmm. teeth. Where you don't immerse yourself in God and you kind of like give him little coins or give him little things that you want him to control when he wants your whole life, your whole mm-hmm. being. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you worried about a blooming here when it's a whole field and a whole harvest. Mm-hmm. Like, this one yep. season where you delayed is literally, you gonna reap a whole field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're so
1: concerned and consumed about something. So, I I, I mean, I just, I'm, y'all I, just, I, I I love that you said that because it brought me back to the place. I'm not going to lie and it's going to be completely transparent. Go ahead, girl. I, during this age of like between 28 and 29, I have really felt like I have not been um or met the standard of what I thought I should be.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um
1: so I've been really hard on myself this mm-hmm. I guess now cause I'm still 29. Um because I was looking at life and I was just so unsure. And, um,
2: can I say something? Go ahead. I have to, I have to interrupt with this because I feel like it's a pattern of 29. I literally went through the same thing. I
0: was about, I didn't want to interrupt you, but it was the same. That
2: that was the worst period of my life ever. Baca, same thing. Like we literally talked about everybody. A lot of people that we know, literally, that
0: was a pattern of 29. I want to say that was the age. 29 was the age when I got laid off from my job. And then my car got stolen and I didn't have a car. And then it was it was horrible. I was trying to figure out where I was going to live. It was 29 for me it was like it's like god what did i do pressure. to you? to deserve yeah. this?
2: All this pressure just starts caving in on you and i just i was like i realized like when i hit 30 i was like hold on. That's an attack of the enemy cuz yeah. i feel like you're trying to put this pressure on me like you're about to turn turn 30 and such and such didn't happen and blah blah blah. And, and i had this. no man. I had no man neither. <laughs> yeah so like so for me it was a lot of career stuff because I said I wanted to do certain things and um when I was 29 I, remember I talked to you guys I was like I had a check that I'm gonna have my first child by 30 I'm gonna get pregnant by 29 and then but when I'm turning 30 I'm gonna have that child and that did not happen and that disappointed me like I did not get that and then career wise. I'm like, what am I doing with my business and all of that? And I'm still at this certain place and da, 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 da. Like, it was a lot. Yeah. And a lot of people that I know went through that same 29 crisis. I'm so and glad. I just think
1: it's I think it's an attack of the enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he I'm so glad know. y'all said that. I mean, I was kind of like pushing back my emotions over here. Because I was like, wait no, a minute, hold it. on. And I'm glad that you said that
2: because literally um, when, Su- when Sylvester went through it and then I talked about it. It was like I was I didn't feel alone like that. So I'm glad that you said something like, hold on, we can walk with you
0: through this. Like, yeah, girl, it is not bad. at all. Listen, it's, not. it's well, really not. Like, it was like, bad for me because I went through it alone. It's terrible. And I, do, yeah.
1: to go through it I'm going to be honest and I'm trying not to cry go ahead going to cry, cry, cry but, I'm but gonna don't go, cry. it's fine but it's like yeah. I thought like, Yana, we need her to we need her to cry no you don't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for me it's just like uh, it's just like when you think about it and like I was saying earlier you're just so used to doing girl
2: like killing it because you're, you're used to everything going your way and then all of a sudden it's like wait a minute why are things becoming more difficult for yeah me? you
1: know right and I think it goes back to what Denisa was saying I'm gonna be candid with you all I felt like for so long I was used to getting the glory mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like anytime people would shout out my resume because I'm never the type I'm never I'm really low-key about mm-hmm. like what I do or whatever. If you ask me, then I'd be like, yeah, I'm an architect or whatever. And they be like, oh my God, you're an mm-hmm. but,
0: <laughs> like, But I mean, uh,
2: we, we do we do a we be messing with you. I know because not messing with you, but we be like, yeah, Lauren, such and such such and such. So no, we, it's be, not try- like, we, we be hyping you up. It's either. a whole nother level oh, okay. when I go back home. Like, okay. I'm, I mean,
1: y'all are just one piece. out okay. When I go back home, it's like she after change. Because
2: I I will say I love to hear everybody share that. Like I want people to know. Like these. Just this ain't no regular girl. Yeah, baby. yeah. 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 So.
1: And I, I, I honestly, I appreciate it, but I will say, I guess for me, for so long, I was just so used to hearing the glory be directed toward me, mm-hmm. and I really feel like God is just repositioning me in life right now. Mm-hmm. That if anything happens concerning Lauren's life, because when I tell y'all, and I'm really trying to cuss on this broadcast, but I really don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Free falling. That's that's falling, really, Jesus. really. And I feel like if anything happened positively and y'all see it coming down the pipeline, because I sense it and I could feel it, it's yeah. gone. But Best believe it is all God, God. and uh, and I think I think He is now. He has put me in a humbled position mm -hmm. to say you are so (sighs) you were so used to Uh, you doing doing it. Shout out, you doing it yourself, and he was like, "But watch till I do it." And when I
2: tell you, it's a beautiful place to be in. Yeah, like it's scary. It can be very scary. scary. But it's a beautiful place to be because
1: it's almost like I remember one time we did this exercise at my job where they had like different images and she was like, pick the image that resonates with you the most. And the image that resonated with me the most was this road. But the atmosphere around the road was foggy, Mm -hmm. like you couldn't tell what was in front of you Mm -hmm. and you couldn't tell what was behind you Mm -hmm. and honestly that's how you feel I feel that's where I'm at Mm -hmm. I feel like I am on this road yeah and it is so foggy and I don't know what my next step is gonna be I don't know if it's a pothole I don't know like (laughs) I don't know but I know that I have to keep going Mm. you know what I'm saying and um i don't even know if we're talking about late bloomers anymore but my we thing is yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah but my thing is it's like it's just it, it's it's a i'm going to be honest it's uncomfortable yeah, yeah. it's I, it's uncomfortable because you have kids that come to you or you have individuals that come to you and they ask you about your career and what it takes to be this and what it takes to be and no, i like this i don't
0: know <laughs> I'm just
1: out here with right. you I'm like don't ask me I be dodging when oh I tell God. y'all I be dodging but I'm like Lauren you mind sharing I actually would not not, at, not right now if you had asked oh, me three years ago I would have been so willing to share with you some insight about my career but right now don't ask me about my career because <laughs> I really don't know I don't I really don't know. Oh, my God. And it's so uncomfortable. So I appreciate y'all saying that y'all two went through the same things at 29. Because when I tell you it it is the most uncomfortable position to Mm -hmm. be in, Um, I think for me, that's why I was so heavy. Like when we were doing our secret letters, I was so heavy on purpose. And that's when it all started happening to me Mm -hmm. because I felt like I was not. The clock is starting to tick. Yes. I just felt like I was just not in my purpose anymore. It's like you feel
0: like you're making all of this traction and all of a sudden it's like you start slowing down and you're like, no, wait a minute now. Right. It's like I, like I being we still supposed to be moving. Yeah, yeah, like being on the highway and it's like exit, 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 exit. Then it's just this long stretch of road, oh, and you're like, Lord. where the, the exit is? Yeah. Or when you see an exit, but there's nothing there, there's yeah. no gas station or no nothing. So it's yeah. like, I, yeah. no, I don't think that's it. Let me yeah. keep going. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I I commend you for being that transparent, and I think it's needed because I mean, like Ayana said, like not going through it by yourself. Like Ayana knows for sure. At 29, I disappeared mm-hmm. from like the face of the I was earth. Like, where I, I, I was like I don't have to tell nobody about nothing okay <laughs> and then when I
2: found out what
0: happened I was like
2: no you didn't have like I, I was I never said this to Sade but I was like no you didn't have to disappear like I felt for her I was like no 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 no
0: Listen. like we
2: could have been here like yeah it I
0: was it was yeah. rough it was rough and I remember <laughs> full circle moment I remember starting Save Girl Secrets podcast at 29 because I felt like yeah, I, mean, I had to create that. my own uh, box uh-huh. to check because there were no boxes. She said to check. I had
1: to create my. I had own. to create the box.
0: You know what's crazy? I Ain't thought. Guy said it. not
1: yet. He did. You know what's crazy? I thought about the same thing with the style wheel. When I started the style, world, well, you think about it, the year was, what were we in, 2020? Mm-hmm. Either it was
3: 2019 or 2008. I think the end
1: of 2018. I think it the end was of 2018. 2018. I had just broke up with that end. And, <laughs> and um, you know, I was going through a lot. And so I felt like I needed to do something to start a business that, you know, would it's like forcing something like to yeah, like yeah. yeah. work. It yeah. did not work. And mm-hmm. it was so crazy. You used to, Ayana, I'm pointing at her, but Ayana used to tell me, she's like, you need to hurry up and start. You need to yeah. go ahead and start. And I was like, I just don't feel comfortable in starting. start. And I don't feel, and she's like, you put something out there. So I will put something out there, but I would, was, never, yeah. I would never, I would never, promote it. Promote and it was mainly really
2: because I'm like, okay, you talked about this. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. So. And I just would not mm-hmm. complete it.
2: Now, mm-hmm. I will put
1: it out but went and complete it but yeah. now that I'm back like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie like the Lord has been really really heavy on me with the style world. and I see
2: a difference yes. yeah I, I actually see you enjoying it now yeah. yes yes yeah. yes
1: yeah. and it's 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 teaching me a new craft but when you said that I feel like so many times we try and force something mm-hmm. to so that we can make sure that people are continuing to cheer for us and we can hear mm-hmm. the congratulations yeah. that's a so whole the conversation you know it just mm-hmm. came up like even in mm-hmm. the space of
0: blooming and late blooming it's literally like when you think about a flower and like you go in the store and you see a flower that's closed it's almost like you're less apt to look at it but if there's a flower that's bloomed and it's open it's going to get attention and I think that for some of us even though we're late bloomers or whatever we have hasn't opened up just yet there's a whole lot of stuff going on in the inside for when it does open up but we're like forcing something else to open to get the attention of people or whatever. And I think that that's even worse. You it, know is. What I mean? it is. It when is. you say that, I literally hear like the work is in the root.
3: Like people see the manifestation in the bloom, but really the beauty is the seed that's planted and the you know the warding of the seed, the making sure that it gets sunlight. The whole Mm -hmm. process and a
0: a rooted bloom is lasting longer than a cut bloom any day. Listen, you could cut, you could buy some cut flowers from Publix and put them in water. They gonna bloom tomorrow and then they they gonna die. Exactly. But if you growing something out in your yard, it's gonna bloom and then it may close up again in a season, but it's gonna come back. It'll it's going to bloom again. and I think that's like with being rooted in Christ and whatever it is that you're looking forward to bloom having it rooted in Christ Absolutely. means that even though it may close up at some point you know that it's opening back up yes. that it's mm-hmm. rooted in the right thing yeah. that it's going to mm-hmm. bloom at the right time yeah. I
1: love the fact that you you are brought up those two points because um, it makes me think about like the journey that um, we've all been kind of going through but I know specifically about Denise and I have been going through with kind of like creating content and being yeah. really consistent in that yeah. I, I really enjoyed the process because to what you all are saying it is a knowledge that the Lord is literally giving me concerning the business mm-hmm. before when I started the business shout out to this individual his name is Habaka Habaka Hakaba Hakaba Design he was my photographer and when I tell you my photos were dope yes. they were amazing but, Fire. I, but I had no knowledge behind mm-hmm. what he was doing I, and it showed cause he would tell me to pose, and I like, I'm posing, but you. <laughs> 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 he was like, Lauren, you ain't, you ain't posing. but uh, but now that I'm like, I'm allowing myself to kind of do it on my mm-hmm. own. Mm-hmm. It is making me more aware of things mm-hmm. that I had no knowledge of. And it's making me appreciate people's and work. Then
2: because you're passionate behind it. Yes, mm-hmm. for so, sure. Yeah.
1: For sure. But I feel like sometimes we hop into things and we don't know the work that goes behind it, nor do we appreciate the work that someone else is doing yeah. for. You know, yeah. for Ooh, me to for, that's good. I mean, mm-hmm. seriously, for me to take photos and have to edit photos and you know, make sure that the photos look right when i posted it does yeah. it doesn't completely tell the story like all of that is work but now that I'm doing it, I'm like, dang, shout out to, a, to Baca. Yeah. Like, who, right. who, who, who who's been doing, doing it? Right. And yeah, yeah I was mm-hmm. I was paying him, but bro, I didn't understand everything mm-hmm. that was going behind it. Right. Um, and it helps me to understand the value of people's time. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's like a huge big picture mm-hmm. that you have no knowledge of mm-hmm. until you actually start yeah. doing it. So yeah. I think to what you all are saying, it is the blooming process. Yeah. Like, beget forget, not forget, forget the late. But just focus on actually like the blooming and mm-hmm. what it takes to even bloom, yeah. and I ain't even bloomed yet. I Come <laughs> on, feel, somebody. I'm just being honest. I is don't it? even feel like I've even yet. a little bud. No, okay. so it's not. And it's like it's so much work that goes behind it. But you know, I, it's worth
0: it. It, it is. is
1: totally worth it. It is totally worth it. Um, For me, I uh, put up a scripture that. It's been when I tell you guys, I can literally hear people say it or hear the Lord say it in my head on a consistent basis. But um, this comes from a Habakkuk 2 and 3 that says for the vision is for the future time. It describes the end and it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in timing, wait patiently for it surely for it to surely take place for it will not delay. And that has been constantly playing in my head because I feel like the Lord has constantly been showing me visions and I've just been frustrated that the timing just, it ain't blooming when I want it to bloom. Mm. And so in my mind, I'm thinking I'm looking like a late bloomer or I'm thinking like I'm not out here succeeding, but if truth be told, it's like, it's not my timing, right? All I have to do is what the word says. All I have to do is wait patiently. Mm -hmm and for was surely not delayed. Yeah. And so my thing is continue to do the work, continue to invest in what it is that you're doing and the Lord will literally bring it to fruition like amen. 100%.
2: Denisa um had shared this with us and it's by um my Teal. Uh she said the term late bloomer implies that we're all supposed to bloom at the same time and that's just not true or that you can't bloom more than once we will live through multiple versions of ourselves during um during our time here and when i just read it again i thought about myself um when i decided to retire from behind the chair um i'm a licensed cosmetologist and i decided to retire when i had my daughter Mm -hmm. i always said i was going to retire by 30. i have i had no intention of um, being behind the chair forever. Like it just wasn't my, it's was not my story. I didn't I didn't have the desire. I've been doing hair since I was 15, 14. And I was like, um, I've seen people burn out and I wasn't on the verge of burning out. Um, I felt like I was in a good place, but I was like, okay, I think I'm done. Yeah. You know, um, I want to spend some time with my child at home. I want to have that. And I spent a year, almost a year and a half with her at home before she went to school. And I remember when I decided to retire, every, it was a lot of, but what's wrong? Like, why?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: They, they It was like people were automatically looking for the negative instead of seeing the positive. Or the next
0: thing, too. Yeah.
2: And I was like, I mean, it's not, nothing's wrong. Like, I don't have any ill will about doing hair or anything like that. I just, I feel like people don't allow you, like, People limit your blooming or your multiple blooms because they look at one, like a lot of people look at one thing as this is how your life is supposed to be. So that's what keeps them stagnant and in a certain place for so long. We were talking about that with careers earlier. And like people would be at a place for 20 years and I'm like, is God really making you be at that certain place for 20 years? Or are you stuck? And I feel like with me, I was like, you know, like even um, there's a hairstylist that we're Instagram friends like and she recently decided to retire from behind the chair. She's a little older than me. Her children are older or whatnot. And she said that somebody was like, are you somebody's like, are you sick? Is that why you're leaving? And she was like, no, like I have other things that I would like to do. She actually started a podcast. Um, she has a, um, a product line that she's working on. There's so many things that she's doing. And I'm like this is her second bloom like this is her time to do other things that she would like to do so i feel like even with myself i'm in my second bloom like and
0: even if you ain't have no second bloom at the time it's just yeah. like why people can't just let exactly. you say okay this is it this is we're closing down shop exactly And i don't need to give you an answer for what <laughs> exactly because i when i retired i didn't know
2: exactly what i was do, wanted to do i i had no desire to have a product line now i have a product line that's growing and i want to do other things with it um we didn't have Save Girl Secrets, <laughs> like it wasn't yeah. even and it that's exists. Blooming.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. blooming. But it's literally like um, when you get married, people saying, "Oh, well, where's the babies?" And then you have a baby, and you're like, "Oh, where's the other baby?" And then it's yeah. just like, it's like, listen, listen, okay, <laughs> stop, <laughs> counting <laughs> okay? <laughs> stop counting my blooms. Touched
2: a button, okay.
0: Stop counting my blooms. stop counting my blooms. Stop counting my blooms. Yeah, stop cl- counting my blooms. You I know
2: love that though. So, but I just feel like. You know, we have to allow people to evolve. We have to allow people to grow in their time. Yeah. Um, and we have to allow ourselves to grow in our time as well and allow Holy Spirit to really lead and guide and direct us in our lives and stop putting those, you know, those check check boxes because the check boxes will make. Oh, Your life very disappointing because I've had a lot of moments. The check of, boxes will keep you away from the. Yeah, check. I've had. I've had a lot <laughs> oh my God. Exactly. I've had moments of disappointment, crying, like trying to figure out, oh Lord, what's going on? Why is that happening? And it's like, did he even tell you to do that at that time? Like, what are you doing? So, yeah, stop putting pressure on yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love the fact that you said second bloom because when you said that, I was like, dang, I don't even think, I didn't even think about the fact that you can have more than one bloom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so focused on
0: blooming mm-hmm. the first time that mm-hmm. I didn't even realize. But you but you, you have you. to realize all the blooming that you've already done. Exactly. It's like graduating from grad school was a bloom. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Getting the job at the firm that you're at now was a bloom. Yeah.
1: I, I think, I think that's a great point to mention. I think when you're so busy checking the check boxes, you yeah. don't even celebrate what you've done that's because the you're, so, in it. Right, cause you're so right because you're so focused focus on the next check
0: mm-hmm. you yeah. know
1: um and I think for me um maybe that's what it was not maybe that's and, definitely, you know definitely
2: what, what it was. is too we've conditioned not to celebrate ourselves too because then it comes off as though you're arrogant mm-hmm. or you're not humble and whatnot. So we are constantly on the chase for the next thing yeah. to make sure so someone accomplish else accomplish the next us. thing.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's so true. it's
2: like, it's okay to celebrate yourself. It's okay to s- celebrate your small wins, your big wins. Like if you're a business owner, you had one sale, celebrate that. Yeah. You know, your first sale, celebrate your second sale, yeah. celebrate your third. Like everything is in a million dollar day. You're not right. going to always sell out and that's okay okay but celebrate where you're at now yes Yes,
1: for sure so yeah I think that's a great point too celebrating your wins um because I don't think I did that (laughs) because you've done a lot before 30 yeah I've done a lot but I I definitely don't feel like I celebrated my wins Mm -hmm. I think I did the I even checked the boxes on how I was supposed to celebrate to be honest (laughs) (laughs) I mean really I did like you graduate you go out to dinner you Mm -hmm. know it is what it is um but um In that, I think all of this is just a learning lesson. And I I oftentimes, if youth does come to me and ask me about a college or if they ask me about what they're supposed to major in, I said, I tell them now, now that I'm 29, I said, first of all, it is unfair to put pressure on you Mm -hmm. at the age of 18 to make a life decision about Mm -hmm. who you want to be from 18 to infinity. Exactly. No, ma'am. Or no, sir. Or no, sir don't if if it doesn't feel right then don't go with it mm-hmm. my thing is i said in college it's about a knowledge mm-hmm. so i said yeah i chose a knowledge of architecture and design but if that's not where your heart is and you're more so interested in entrepreneurship mm-hmm. then pursue business mm-hmm. you know and I said that's the whole that's the whole thing about masters, right mm-hmm. I think a lot of times when people go to undergrad they feel like oh I need to major in what it is that I want to be mm-hmm. And I feel like mm, no, I feel like if you're going to undergrad, allow for it to be a base knowledge for whatever you want to be in life right exactly. So if like I said if that is an entrepreneur, if let's say for you you want to own your own firm one day a design firm. Pursue business at at Mm -hmm. an undergrad level. But maybe when you go to master school, masters, get a degree in architecture. You know, so that way you have both knowledge bases to rely on. Mm -hmm. Um, But sometimes it is, uh, you're kind of doing yourself a disservice when you're focusing on one particular thing and the Lord is literally leading you to several different things. But you're so focused on checking this box or you're so focused on making, need I say, mommy and daddy proud. Mm -hmm. Um, And I understand I understand that responsibility because especially if your parents like my parents did a lot for me mm-hmm. so it i was very very much so focused on making them proud and i'm glad that i did do that but in the end of the day it is a life decision that you have to make for yourself yeah and be fair to yourself
2: mm-hmm. in
1: that so
2: yeah all right all right ladies we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll be back after these messages <laughs> Save Girl Secrets is brought to you in part by The Hair Razor Hair and Skin Oil. Visit www.thehairrazor.com for more info. All right, ladies, we are back. Um, I know Lauren, you're gonna, have a scripture that you wanted to
1: you know reiterate yeah so there's one I'm going to reiterate for you guys it's Habakkuk 2 and 3 please read it it says for the vision is for a future time it describes the end and it will be fulfilled if it seems slow in timing wait patiently for it for it surely will take place if it will not delay um and that's in the words of uh that's bible so um
0: (laughs) That's that's
1: all you got to rely on um, I so. will,
2: I will also add uh, my favorite, my life scripture is Matthew, Matthew six, Matthew six, take no thought, um, especially, um, I'll say even start, uh, you can start around 25, 26 and then go all the way down and just bake. basically, um, you know, take no thought for, you know, tomorrow and just focus in on like, basically the thirty-four, Matthew 6, 34 says in the message, it says, give your attention to what God is doing right now and don't let and don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come when the time comes. So yeah those two scriptures meditate on it listen uh read it read it i love those two because it literally leaves
3: room for god and the intricacies and the details mm-hmm. all yeah. you need to do is have yeah. faith he'll take care of whatever the little detail is your bloom will happen when it'll happen lead that up to him but it's guaranteed
2: as long as we're rooted in him yeah i will say in closing um i thought about village mm. and you guys are a part of my village
1: you're
2: and, a part of mine, too. Yeah. We the village people. Yeah. Why? And I just... You it. know, I really appreciated your vulnerability in this particular podcast. Oh, like, for real. She's been on a roll. And I encourage... Like, <laughs> look at you being all vulnerable. Okay. Yeah, she she did because she's like just to be candid. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be yeah. honest. I'm like, I'm gonna be transparent. Being transparent, but um, you know, make sure you got a good village around you that you can talk to, that you can be open with, that you can like, especially. I know, um, you know. Especially with our demographics, we have this age group. Like, this age group is our biggest demographic. And it's like, if you're going through that 29, or even if you just turned 30 and you're like, what is going on with my life? You know, talk to people around you. Like, talk to, like, I appreciate having people at that time where I can talk to them about, you know what, I'm feeling this way about 30. And I'm feeling not really accomplished in my life, and it's like, hold on, I felt the same way, but you know, da 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 da. And they gave me scripture and da 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 da, yeah. and how to walk through it. So I'll say, um, have a village around you, man. Like, don't don't isolate yourself.
0: Yeah, it's rougher by yourself.
2: Yeah. And then another thing, <laughs> give yourself, give your friends flowers. I will say that. Um, I like I said earlier, I feel like in society especially in the black community like it's like if you talk about yourself your accomplishments or whatever it's like oh you you think you all that blah 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 no what's wrong with celebrating our accomplishments and then what's also what's wrong with telling your friends hey you did a great job Hey, I really admire what you like. One thing I meant to tell Denisa and Lauren in particular, and I will tell them on the podcast, they have really been inspiring me these past few weeks because I, um, you know, as we talked about, I'm pregnant. But the past few weeks, I have been in a place of um like I I said I don't think I said it on the podcast but I said it before I think on social media I was like first trimester kicked my tail Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like pregnancy feels different this time and it's like okay lord I gave myself room and time to you know take um necessary breaks and rest and it was some days I literally did not leave the bed but in that I feel like the enemy was trying to attack my mindset sometimes. Like, look at you. You're not accomplishing stuff. What you doing? Blah, blah, blah. But watching y'all, I was very inspired. Like, I'm excited. I'm excited to get back out there when I get my energy back going. Da, 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 da. I had bought a new camera. I mean I was, you know, I'm excited. Yeah, she videotaping to- everything. <laughs> she is. Yes, because we have a, 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 a YouTube channel, the Abacas, that we've had for a few years now. But it's like getting back into it and really, you know, I know what God has told me about my life and my family's life and our life is literally a ministry and our life is to show successful black families, successful black families that, Hey, we can make it. We can. So like, that's why I'm like, Oh yes. So just watching y'all, I was like, look at my people, look at them doing and, and being excited and just like, even when it's uncomfortable y'all was just like now we gonna do this and then y'all getting together and it's like all right we're gonna take all day but we're gonna get these Literally. pictures <laughs> we're gonna figure this stuff out and Ooh, i'm Jesus. just like you guys really inspired me especially when i needed it myself like i'm tired but today i need to do this so
1: i think that's full of i love that's y'all cool. <laughs> i think <laughs> she has inspired us on so, so many occasions so to hear for the here the person that's actually inspired you that you inspired them i'm like whoa, whoa <laughs> that just it, me, it did
2: it really did so i'm like mean, y'all keep doing what y'all do listen no, you keep doing what <laughs> no. Wait, i'm not I'm not going to get on Sade right now, but, you know, you know, she's a she's a whole firecracker and got a whole lot on on her and under her and all of that. I'm just happy that she got her Bible studies back on. So, <laughs> Listen, amen. One, one time, amen. One step at a time. Amen. Yes. Yep. I'm excited. I'm excited. But yeah. Um, so I just want to give y'all, y'all flowers real quick
1: and give your people flowers and community and Yes. Can, one thing I want to say, and I promise you we're going to wrap it around, <laughs> mm-hmm. when you said village, it made me think about how I established my village mm-hmm. and my village was established by being connected to the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's really what's most important because mm-hmm. I've had a village outside of the church and it didn't really go too well. Mm-hmm. You know, it started yeah. off okay. But it didn't, it wasn't sustained, it wasn't um, sustainable. sustainable. Mm-hmm. And so um, one thing I will say about the village that I have now is anytime we are faced with any type of life circumstance, our foundation is in Christ. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so if anything tries to rise itself up against us, our first result is always prayer mm-hmm. and it's always seeking the face of God. And I think that's really is the most important thread for a village is to make sure that it is rooted in Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, Because people are finicky in the way my grandmother used to say. But I feel like a lot of times if you make sure that your focus and your center is in god it doesn't matter how finicky we may be Mm -hmm. because let's be honest we've all been upset with each other but it doesn't matter multiple times yes but it doesn't matter when we get to that place grown though for sure i feel like disagreement helps growth absolutely absolutely but but
0: one thing about say absolutely it sounds like there's a p and you're saying absolutely
1: absolutely (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Florida, it's the A's because she the sip and you know. It's the yeah, A's. I have a different accent. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know. I cause do not you a, know? You don't know where it comes from. Well, I don't know because Florida people really don't talk she like that. Do you, do you know, live I in Duval It comes out, honey. Do I live in Duval or, or the suburbs? <laughs> <laughs> yes I do I still yes um, that's another no that Florida come
3: out she just don't realize it
1: but um, I will say even in that when there are times we do get angry we know first of all there's a bigger picture yeah second of all we know that there is not a mistake that the Lord brought us all together mm-hmm. and then third when we do get upset we may be upset for a temporary for a temporary moment but we always bring it back by love and we rely on God to Continue to be that thread. Like I said, he is literally the thread. So if you think mm-hmm. about a thread, it just weaves you together. So no matter how far we try and get apart from each other, we are literally threaded together. So make sure yep. that you have a village that's threaded mm-hmm. in Christ, okay? Yep. In the words of Denisa, period. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I know we've all
3: been talking, But one thing that I can appreciate is that everybody's allowed to be human everybody's allowed to express themselves their emotional selves but to your point it always goes back to the spiritual side Mm -hmm. so sometimes people can click up you can have tries and they point you back to the word but it's like relax you know (laughs) just listen to what i got to say first Mm -hmm. then tell me about jesus Mm -hmm. no but i I do appreciate that i can be my authentic self
0: and it's accepted and loved and pointed back to me yeah amen all right, guys, well, we thank you for tuning in today. If you have a comment or, sorry, <laughs> have something to say about late bloomers, feel free to send us a secret letter to savedgirlsecrets at gmail.com. Be sure you're following us on all social media platforms mm-hmm. Save Girl Secrets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, we appreciate you guys tuning in for sure. Be sure to check out our YouTube page, youtube.com backslash cool saved chicks tv um we love for you to see us in person uh we got a couple you know cute <laughs> vlogs and everything up there so be sure to check those out like share and subscribe on all podcast platforms until next week good god bless you
1: love y'all bye love and peace guys bye bye guys